and good evening, everybody, and welcome to Working the Beat. This is Thursday, October 27, 2022. I'm Kevin Cooney. Mike Kern has joined me uh, as it's just the two of us this week and getting ready for Mike. I think it's honest to God we could say something we never expected to say. Um, Phillies Astros game one of the 2022 World Series. Yeah, I mean, in, in mid to late September, nobody really cared about this team. I, I mean, I don't mean it in that way, but, you know, they weren't putting people in the ballpark. No, they weren't. And then, you know, people were kind of, um, you know, whatever. I mean, look, when when the playoffs started, I thought they had a shot against the Cardinals just because I thought they'd gotten a good draw. I agree. I, you know, but again, if game one, ninth inning doesn't happen, and people can say anything they want, and I give the Phillies all the credit for taking uh, advantage of openings, that inning shouldn't have happened. That happens once in 100 times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But it did. But it happened. And they win. And if they don't have that ninth inning, if the Cardinal closer doesn't have a bad finger and can't find the strike zone and on and on and on, okay, but it did. And they win. I thought they had a shot against the Braves. You know, but I understood that the Braves were probably the better team. I, it okay. was a it was a puncher's chance. It was hey, hey, look, it was a team they were familiar with. Right. I mean, it wasn't. And again, they had their pitchers. Whatever they they the Braves looked uncomfortable. They didn't look uncomfortable. Okay, so they won. Um, and and again, the Braves had, had time off, and they had okay, whatever. I thought they were as good as the Padres. I mean, I thought you. I think you said you might have called five games. I mean. I, it, it didn't surprise me that they beat the Padres. Um, again, they, they had to beat Musgrove. Um, you know, it, it, it was a little bit of a weird series. But so now they're playing a team that, you know, hasn't lost. Uh, and as Bob Vitrone uh, tweeted out earlier this week, the last four teams in the wild card era that have entered the World Series having not lost have not won the World Series. Nope. Uh, well, the, the, Astros, last one, the last one was the Royals in 2014. And they lost uh, to the Giants that year. Okay, uh, the the Astros, I believe, I, I, I think I have these numbers right. Three and nine at home all time in World Series games. Sounds having right. Lost, yeah, having lost four straight to Washington, to the Washingtons, and yeah, the last two times they've been in the World Series, and you know, people still say they cheated in seventeen. I guess they did. I mean, it doesn't matter now. It happened. The last two times they've been in the World Series, they've lost to a wild card team from the NL East. So, you know, and Verlander is pitching. He's 0-7 in World Series games with a, with a 5.6 ERA. Now, is he really good? Is he? Yeah. Well, Mike, I mean, they did, uh, if I'm not mistaken, last year, they did win a couple games at home uh, against Atlanta. So that number may be off, but they did lose four straight to the, to the Nationals. Well, I, I just read somewhere that, that they were all-time in their history. And I don't know how many World Series. They've been in four World Series. Right. I'm trying to remember the other one. I think they got swept. They got swept by the uh, the White Sox. Right. So they might be three and nine at home. You know, I mean, they look, the Phillies in the late 70s, when I was growing up, they were 0 and 6 at home in playoff games. Right. Until 1980. So, and again, I think the Phillies have a legitimate underdog chance. They're... They're plus 165, I think, in the betting. Mm-hmm. The Astros, I think, are minus 190. Right. Well, okay, and, and and can people please stop, Kevin? I don't know how you feel about this. I said two days ago, Noel's going to pitch game one. 
Wheeler's going to pitch game two. And then when the decision comes out officially, people in this town, do people just need stuff to get, to get like, I'm listening. Sure. I'm not, I'm not going to single people out, but I mean, I, I listen to morning shows. I, I listen to talk radio and, and they're going on and on about how, my God, if this blows up in their face, Tom, first of all, Thompson hasn't made a bad decision in a month. Okay. He's he should hmm. be in Vegas rolling dice yep. or down Atlantic City well, rolling dice. Mike, let me, uh, let me, Jump in on this point. The uh, uh, the Astros at home in their last two World Series appearances, one and six. Right, and yeah. and I think it's three and nine all three time. Three and nine all time, right. That's what I said. Yep. But, again, Nola and Wheeler were going to pitch games one and two. Mm-hmm. Nola has been off for eight days, okay, by the time he goes out. Why would you not throw Nola in game one? There's were no good not reason see- not to. Were we not? Well, apparently I'm listening to people on, on – uh, I mean, look, I like John Kincaid. I, I, whatever, he wasn't the only one. But, I mean, they, and I don't know if they're just trying to be whatever, but they're questioning it. What is there to question? In September and the playoffs, except for the one bad inning that Noah had in his last start, I get it, okay? He was basically considered to be the equal of Wheeler. Am I, am I correct or not correct? You are. I know what people are saying. The people are saying if you don't get the game six – you're going to feel big. Hold on, Mike, Mike. No, no. I can understand where people are saying you want to load up where you could get your horses on the mound as much as possible. You and, are loading up. Well, you're, you're throwing your main Nolan, horse. Wheeler, one and two. Your main horse, which is Wheeler. Um, but I, if I said to you two weeks ago, you, most people would have said. They the were one and one. Noah pitched, the Noah pitched in game two against the Cardinals, the way he pitched against the Astros in the game that clinched it. I'm not knocking Wheeler. Wheeler's way, way been pitching game three. Way pitching game three against the Braves. He was really yeah, good. And then he had a bad inning against the Padres, and I get it. And the other thing is, you give Wheeler an extra day of rest, which it has been proven mm-hmm. in the stretch since he came back. That's going to help him. And you get Nola in game five. He's better pitcher at home. Mm-hmm. And hey, look, if it doesn't get to game six, you weren't meant to win anyway. So I don't really care. In theory, if you think it's going to be a long series, and I think it is, they're both going to pitch twice. So, and I think it's imperative on the Phillies have to win one of the two in Houston. If you come home 0-2, yes, you could win three uh, at home because they played so well at home. But the Astros are pretty good. Uh, I don't think you want to go to Houston. Could they win two at Houston at the end? Sure. And here's another thing, Kevin. I mean, think about this. In, in the playoffs now, I mean, Bryce Harper has established himself as, as, you know, maybe the best player in baseball right now. Think about this. In the playoffs, I think they played nine games. I could be wrong in the numbers. I think uh, I think Harper has four home runs. I think Hoskins has four home runs. I think Schwarber has three. I, I'm, I'm with it. That's 11 home runs from those guys in nine games. Mm-hmm. Now, Hoskins doesn't have another hit. But who cares? I'm, I'm a suit. I'm assuming uh, – let me get back to the pitching matchup thing for one minute, okay? And and this is something that I, I think – I don't know if Rob Thompson thought about this. I agree with the with the extra day and all that. I would make the argument that the Phillies are more vulnerable to getting in a pitcher's duel in game two against Framber Valdez, who is a left-hander who just is a sinker baller who's going to just absolutely pound – Harper and these lefties, Schwarber and all that inside. You're not going to be able to score a lot of runs against them. I'm not saying you're going to score a lot of runs against Justin Verlander either, but Verlander has been hit around in this playoffs. 
So in my mind, I'd rather have Wheeler go game two against Valdez because that's going to probably be a much lower scoring game. And I, I would take my shot on Nolan game one. But I think we're getting too carried away. I understand, Mike. It's, a, it's you, This is what happens in the Nolan. World Series. No, 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 no. Here's the only thing that anybody has to compute. Nola hasn't pitched in a week. Okay? So we don't even know how he's going to pitch. He hasn't pitched in a week. And Wheeler will get an extra day of rest. Right. Why would you not give Wheeler the extra day of rest when you can give it to him? Now, if it was a difference between you throwing Wheeler and Suarez, okay, I get it. You know, if the Phillies said I play a couple more. It's not. You're throwing two guys who were about equals. I mean, we're splitting hairs here. Right. Who was better? So I don't understand. I mean, but we're going to make this a monumental thing. If it doesn't work, people are going to what? Say, well, you know, no, hey, guys, you got your two best pitchers going in the first two games, and the Astros have their two best pitchers going in the first two games. And the Astros are going to have an advantage after that because their pitching is probably yeah, better. Lance McCullers going game three against right. Ranger Suarez and would probably be a, a heavy Astro line. Right, and I think the Phillies have to, mm-hmm. not could, have to win one of the first two. I don't care which one, but if you come home 0-2, God forbid, you know, Verlander throws a good game or Nola doesn't throw a good whatever, then, then obviously, I mean, look, I don't, I'm not, you don't need me to tell you, they're in trouble. Right. But if they come home 1-1, I'm telling you, I mean, you know, the way they played last weekend in that park, and it's going to be the same. I mean, this is the third straight weekend that the Phillies are going to own South Philly. Right. Even and with even with the Eagles going on across the doesn't street. matter, right? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's it, it'll it's a Phillies look. The Eagles are playing the Steelers. They're twelve point favorites, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's a Phillies whatever. We have plenty of time for the Eagles after this. Well, and, and I think the one thing, and, and the one thing that I think when you look at this matchup, I think if you look, and I know this sounds. Uh, Look, the Astros lineup's good. Between Gurriel and Bregman and Pena and Alvarez, I would say that the Phillies lineup can match him bat for bat. Okay? Yeah, but you're not matching against lineup versus lineup. It's like in football. When right. People sit there. I used to have to do the national title game every year. And and finally, after a couple of years, I figured out it's not the Ohio State offense versus the USC offense. It's the Ohio State offense versus the USC defense. So it's it's how are the Phillies going to hit against this pitching? It's the first time in the playoffs the Phillies have had rest. Yeah. Will that affect them at all? I I I have the foggiest idea. They were a hot team last weekend. Yeah, they okay? were. So now they get a five day rest uh, or four day. Um, now Houston Houston got the same rest, but Houston's also been through this more. Right. And how it affects people, you know, we we have to see. I mean, there's no doubt that Houston was the better team during the season. Sure. But so what? The Braves were. I mean, if you're going to go by records, and somebody brought up the point today, I, I also I would I would also make the argument that the teams the Phillies play were as good, if not better, than what the, the Astros played on their way to this point. Right. Uh, and I, they beat the team that they beat the team that beat the Mets and beat the Dodgers. Right. So, yeah, I'm not going to look. The Phillies- in a series, by the way, that wasn't a cakewalk. I know it's a five-game series, but this wasn't – they won three games by, you know, five runs and then one squeaker. Yeah, but I think they were the better team. They were the I better mean, team, but they were able to win tight, nail-biting games. Well, they've, they've had timely hitting. Mm-hmm. They've got – look, their bullpen in the one game went eight and a third innings and gave up two runs. 
and didn't even pitch Anthony or or um. And, and, and I'll be honest, Mike. I've been sitting. I've been sitting here thinking, like, all right, how would you see it? How would you see this series if you had to put money on it? One, I wouldn't put money on it because I think there are too many wild cards at play here. Uh, could the Phillies become the 07 Rockies and totally go cold? And in a blink, it's over. Yeah, it could. I it, that would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if the Phillies won in five. No, it, it would surprise. No, it would surprise me if the Phillies just. I, you know what this reminds you of, Kevin? Reminds me of 93. It really does. Um, and the Phillies had a team that year. I thought the Phillies had a really good chance to beat the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. In, and if they hadn't lost the 15-14 game, they would have been in game seven with Kurt Schilling on short rest, but they would have been in game well, seven. It would, have been da- it would have been Danny Jackson on short rest, but Kurt Schilling coming out of the bullpen. I, I get it. Well, people said that Kurt would have maybe pitched in game seven or started. Right. He would, I think he would have ended up coming out of the bullpen and probably be. Yeah. Well, I think but for that's... Gersh, he would have started showing, but that's me. I, I think you throw the guy out there with the bloody leg and all that kind of crap, but whatever. It, it, they would have been in game seven. Oh, that was and way before the bloody leg. It's a, but it's just, I know that, Kevin, right. but I'm just saying it was Kurt showing. I know. This was the guy, you, you know, you have a choice, Kurt showing or Danny Jackson. I'm not anti-Danny Jackson, but, you know, Kurt was the horse who had just thrown a five-hitter in game five. So, all I'm saying is that, that this team reminds me a little bit of that team. I think they're dangerous. The pitching on this team is, is better. The first two, two got – well, yeah, it is better, I think. Um, they got a li- – like, if I was going to bet the series – and I'm usually the cautious guy. I'm You know, I'm the guy telling you – because Philly teams don't win all that often, mm-hmm. as we know. I would take the Phillies at plus 165. And I would take them in each of the first two games. I, I don't know if Wheeler's going to be an underdog in game two. Oh, he'll be an underdog. To, yeah, to, 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 Val, underdog. to Valdez, yeah, he will. Yeah, they're going to be an underdog in both of the first two uh-huh. games. And again, if they don't win one of the first two games, I find it very hard to find them winning the series. Although they could come home and win three. I, I doubt. I don't know if they win one back in Houston, though. I could. It, it, oh yeah, but again, they get that far. Yeah, you know, um, make make Houston think about it. But um, if they don't win one of the first two games, I think if they fall down to and look, this is like again. I mean, most teams that go down 0-2 lose. That's just the way it is. But again, Houston has been here. You know, this is their fourth time, and I know it's a lot of new guys. It's not all the same right. guys that were there in seven. You don't have but, Correa. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, they all they have instead of Correa is the MVP of the LCS. So I mean, you know, look, pain, they, yeah. they lost guys. They lost really good guys, and you know, they lost Springer. They lost Correa, and you know, they look like they're as good or better. So yeah, I mean, let's see what. Let's but see again, what I'm, I'm warning people. Like, look, I think the Astros are good. I think the Astros are perhaps historically good. Okay, I'm not. I'm not bad mouthing them. What do you mean historically good, Kevin? Like this era of Astro baseball, even with the asterisk in 17, if you win this World Series, we're talking about them in a in a in a dynasty realm because of going to four World Series, winning two, and finding a way to just completely dominate basically eight, nine years. Okay? And not no, that's, that's six years. Well, I'm saying like the regular season numbers have been. I would just call, yeah. I I hear where you're coming from. I would just calm a little. In the bit no, in the in the history of the game, they will be looked at in a certain way. If they win, yeah, this. yeah, and and seventeen will always taint a lot of it. Right, it doesn't matter. 
and and the other storyline. I mean, I mean, look, the two biggest storylines of all this is Harper after a decade of playing right. and being the prodigy and being the chosen one and having the and, and never winning anything in Washington and then Washington winning after he leaves and then he has that moment on Sunday. Right, and he's had the moment through. And I think for him, September. Dick Girardi said this: September was like spring training for him. Was and he he is in such a groove right now. And how Melvin could not bring in Hader is like beyond my my comprehension. If that if that had happened to a Phillies manager, we'd be skewering him for the rest of eternity. But okay, he did. But at that Mike, let me let me get back on the one point though. Let me caution people about. The, the Astros in this sense, okay? Everybody looks and goes, wow, they've won seven straight in the playoffs, okay? They played Seattle, who was devastated after game one. After blowing a five-run lead against Verlander, Seattle was devastated, never really in the series again. And they didn't generate that much offense against the Mariners, okay? Then they played a, a Yankee team that was dead team walking after being stretched as much as they were by the Guardians, Okay, so just measure a little of this with a grain of salt of what the Astros have been coming in. But Kevin, I don't think of it. You're like what you're saying to me. I I'm saying that I'm saying the national media. I don't think that I think a lot of national media is giving the Phillies a chance. I, th- I think because of what they've seen the Phillies do in the last two weeks. It, it's 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 impressive. I mean, you know, they haven't lost at home. Um, Wheeler's been just about unhittable. Uh, the manager hasn't made a bad move, you know, in, in two months. I, I, I don't agree with you at all. I understand why the Astros are favored. They should be favored. They're, they're, Absolutely, they, they should. But again, I don't think anybody's reading into it that Houston, you know, I, I think the teams the Phillies beat are better than the teams the Astros. Exactly, that's kind of where and I was going with that. I'm not the Padres, because I don't think the Padres, Padres were good. I give the Padres credit. But the more I watch that series, I got to tell you, Kevin, and you know me, I'm not the guy that watches games like Dorn. I've watched almost every pitch. Mm-hmm. Playoff baseball is the best thing ever because, you know, umpire misses a strike by a quarter of an inch and it changes the whole at-bat. You know, changes. But anyway, the Padres were a good team. I mean, but they didn't impress me as being – when I looked at the Phillies, I looked at the Padres, and I understand the Padres had good pitching and all that kind of stuff in the bullpen. But my gosh, the bottom of their order had like one hit. Like the bottom three guys had mm-hmm. one hit, which is all the more reason why Bryce Harper was the most important batter of that game in game in, on Sunday. Because if he gets through that inning without the Phillies scoring, he's got the bottom of the order coming up. Well, the Phillies bottom of the order is a different, but but the Padres. The more I watch that series, Kevin, I just the um the one player who had started off real hot, the guy who bunt it in the last inning. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. That was stupid. But he didn't have a hit the whole series. Um, Verdola's brother had one hit. Um, it was against his brother. Yeah, they, I mean, they were horrible. They really were. I mean, Soto had a couple moments. Um, Machado was good. I'm not going to say Machado stunk. Yeah, the, 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 the Grisham bunt is the one. The Trent Grisham bunt. Well, I think that was on Trent Grisham. I don't think that was ordered. It, it, whatever. I think he was that, 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 is a, that is a lack of. That's a lack well, of instinct stupid. for the moment. Well, you can't give up the second no, out you of can't. the inning. Absolutely, but I don't not. think he was trying to give up a second out. I think mm. with the, with the wet ground and everything, I think what he was trying to do was drag a bunt down the first baseline, knowing that probably somebody on the Phillies had a fifty percent chance of screwing it up or whatever. 
it didn't work out that way. But you know, you can't give up. That's like when Nixon, remember the guy in the, in the, the Braves? Otis the Nixon, the last out of the nineteen ninety two World Series. Yep. Come on, but again, I but Otis Nixon also was like a world class speedster trying. I to, don't care. I'm just telling care. you, you're the last out of the season. You can't bunt uh, unless you're Ty Cobb or you know Maury Wills. Then you bunt. But I don't think the Phillies, even if they had lost that game Sunday, I don't think they were losing the series. I don't. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't. I just I think they were. The, I think they were going to. Yeah, maybe they wouldn't have. Maybe that Chanel would have won that quick. Series. That quick turnaround could have been real dicey. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it. It. it whatever they didn't. It right. don't matter. It's a moot point. Um, and and I I I think the Phillies are a legit chance in this series. I like I said. I would not play the Astros laying almost two to one. No, I certainly wouldn't do that. Let me. But again, uh, they might win in in you know five six games. Who who knows? And we're going to get into when this is all done. The where does the organization turn? I mean, they're going to have some fascinating. No, no, we're not. Okay, let them play the series. That's Please what I play. said. They're going to have some fascinating decisions. But let them play the. But series. But I will. Yeah, I said, Mike, if, when if it's done. The series. If they win the series, or maybe even at this point, even without winning the series, if they win the series, it's going to change their perspective on a lot of things. It just is. If they don't win, there's. I mean, yes, they're going to have decisions to make. Um, and they're Hoskins. going to somebody play right. Hoskins, Segura. Uh, do we go after Shea's, uh Trey Turner? Turner? Um, again, yeah, they're going to have to make decisions. But you know what? I, I know the right. I mean. The, the biggest thing facing this team probably in the offseason is the shape of Harper's arm. Because if you have to go another season with him, I mean, if he has to get surgery, and uh, I don't know when he comes back from the surgery. And all he can do is DH, and you have to find a right fielder. Hey, look at it this way. If this season didn't have a sixth playoff team. They're not making it. And, and if it didn't and have a DH. Didn't have the DH. Yeah. So everything that could have gone right for the Phillies this year, excluding the first two months, Went right. Mm -hmm. And why am I supposed to think now it won't go right? You know, I mean, uh, and and again, that brings me back to the 93 Phillies. It was almost like I had that same feeling going into the World Series. And they, you know, they lost because um, they lost that 15-14 game. Yeah, that's where the series was lost. 15-14 is where the series is lost. Not not 8-6 in game six. I mean. No, game six. But if if they would have been up 3-2. Going into Game Six, who knows how and, Game and, Six and if you played out. If you talk to Larry Anderson, you talk to Mitch, you talk to all those guys from that '93 team, they will tell you that they were on fumes, and that's how 15-14 happened. That they just kind of ran out of bullets. Hey, Tug McGraw was in, on fumes in '80. Yeah. That's that's what happens when you get to. You know, the, the, uh, your 176 game in the year. And Tug, and Tug missed two months of the season that year, too. Oh, I, for, I had forgotten that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tug I, missed I, two with tendonitis in his yeah. elbow. And, and remember, if the Phillies bullpen and Larry Anderson was part of that, didn't yep. screw up the eighth inning of that game, we may never have had Joe Carter. Yeah. We may have, but. And every, you know. everybody points to. I remember asking Fergosi about Roger Mason the one time. And Fergosi looked at me and went, what happens if I leave Roger Mason in the eighth and he gives up the game then? Then what are you saying? And he's right. Because yeah. Roger Mason was not a four-inning pitcher at that point. Yeah. But that's but a whole that, that's a that's a the, if they didn't walk the bases, three different pitchers walked the bases loaded. Yep. 
and they got out of it by getting the ninth batter out, and then which brought Ricky Henderson to the to plate. The top to of the plate, and Mitch, the and Mitch couldn't find the plate with and it. Paul Molitor, who's also yeah. a whole Devin White in between, who flied yeah. out. Yep. So you know, I, I hey, look, this is the way I, I say to people: if they you want to blame Mitch, blame me. I, whatever. They don't get there without Mitch. So you know, if if you want to say that, yeah, Mitch had nothing left at that point. Or, okay, fine. He gave up a home run. I get it. But you know, nobody was complaining about Mitch when he put the Braves down one, two, three oh. in the last game of that series. So you know, let, let me. Uh, I want to share this kind of anecdote because I, I was able to um i was down there on this weekend i was actually covering the sixers for uh sixers on saturday and flyers on sunday um for dan gelston at the ap and i'm thankful for that um but i also got to sneak in a little bit into game four and Mike, I don't know how you feel. I mean, uh, you know, we both have covered our share of big events. And when you get in a big event situation, you get in a little bit of a bubble um, where you're locked into the job. That's part of the job. You're locked in. You're focused on the stuff on the field. You're focused on getting your work done, all that. Uh, I didn't have to do that on Saturday night. So I kind of go over and I just stand around and I'm, I'm watching for the fifth inning on. Um, and, you know, staying out of the way. I didn't go in the main press box or anything. And I got to tell you, Mike, watching it, watching the way this has all broken down from the perspective I'm at now is different. It's kind of cool. Um, I like I don't remember the city when the Phillies won in 08 I assume the city went nuts outside but you they did right but you didn't see it with I didn't see it with my own eyes because you're focused on everything else okay and when they went to the World Series in 09 you, you didn't see it with your own eyes you kind of were locked in I'll be honest I didn't realize how big a deal this was for the whole city um maybe i didn't realize how big it how really big it's become until walking around that ballpark on saturday night uh how loud that park is how people don't want to leave but again a month ago yeah i know those same people i'm not criticizing them you know but when jimmy rollins once said we're front run hey i get it i get why people are yes you should savor this you should but again these were the same people a month ago who were like, nah, I'm not going to go, and and I that's fine. But and when you were trying to talk about you know the future, think about this. I don't know what they're going to be next year, whether they win or lose. I you know, and if they win, we won't care. I mean, we'll care, but we'll say, hey, we got a title. Uh, you know, kind of like we did in 09, 10, 11. But the the there's no guarantees in this world. Teams that make, I mean, look at the Dodgers. Look at teams that have won world. And I think the Phillies are going to be good for the foreseeable future. But what does that mean? You know, they're in the same division with the Braves. They're in the same division with the Mets. Yep. They're in the same league with the Dodgers. I mean, then, you know, the Dodgers aren't going to stop trying. Cardinals are going to uh, spend a ton of money this offseason. Right. And somebody's going to get Aaron Judge. And I don't mm-hmm. mean Aaron Judge is going to be the difference. I'm just saying. So anyway. Yeah, Giants, the Giants are at the front of that list, apparently. Look back. We may, I, I, Do I think the Phillies will make the playoffs next year? Sure. But they might lose in the first round. They, they might. Who knows what's going to happen in the next couple years with this team? It's like you go back to 08, and, and I hate to use Doug's, you know, th- this is the new norm. Okay, 
Well, that 08 team made it back to the World Series in 09, was really good in 10, and was really good in 11, and didn't win squad doodle, and went backwards every year. They were still good. They were still very good. So, yes, savor this for all it's worth, and go nuts. You know, I'm not that go nuts person. I'm 64 years old. I watch every pitch, and I savor everything when they win. I appreciate it. I don't jump out my window. I don't whatever, but that's okay. But we don't know when this is going. I mean, think of all times. Since 1983, we've only been to three World Series before this. So, you know, it doesn't happen a lot. Now, maybe this group's different. Maybe this group is the group that can win two or three World Series in six years. I don't know. But I also... Think about this, Kevin, because you were the one telling me all the time, too. You get rid of Clintac. You get rid of the the, the bozo that was over him. McPhail. You bring in a guy who knows what he's doing, Yep. right? And the owner says, you know what? Let's spend some money. Now, Castellanos... Oh, he, he spent money, but he went over to luxury tax. I right. get it. Well, but that was a big thing. And even though Castellanos has not been that guy, he may be in the future. I don't know. Maybe it'll turn out to be a bad signing. Mm-hmm. But he went out and got Schwarber. He went out and, and he, what he was basically saying to the city is, I'm going for it. We're really going for it. Okay. Um, and look what you got. I mean, well, it's just, I also, you know, I also look at it like this, Mike. Okay. You know, we talked about the, the lack of interest in September. Okay. And you've brought this up a couple times on this. That's not going to be there next year. Oh no. Their, no, their, right. their ticket base is going to explode. Oh, they'll be, they'll be excited in April. Right. They, they will get, yeah. they will get. If the, as long as the economy doesn't go completely in the toilet, they will Even get a, right. They will get a huge bump in their season ticket plans. They People are will, spending three grand for for and and up. Yeah, for series tickets. Um, they will get. If you remember '94, Kevin. Yeah, I remember. Before the strike, mm-hmm. how many fans they drew that year? Yeah, I and the team wasn't that good. No. Uh, they will have a huge bump in advertising. There more oh, yeah. more companies will want to be a part of them. They're not at Eagles level. They're not. Nothing's well, that, at Eagle, that, nothing in Philadelphia is at Eagles level. No, because baseball isn't at football level. Right. That, that's all that is. But yeah. they're back. They're, they're back in the forefront of everybody's mind again. And oh, yeah. that is the legacy. Even if they go out and lay an egg against the Astros. See, to me, they can't. See, I, I'm now this is me again. If they go out and lose in four or five games, well, I'd be disappointed. Sure. Right. But it isn't going to ruin. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Even if that happened, I don't think people will forget what happened. You know, between the goofy song, the Harper homer the other night, yeah, uh, the the Hoskins bat spike, all that. And, and if this thing goes like seven and they lose, they're heroes people forever. really won't forget. 30, they're 30, 87 flyers at that point. No, they're the '93 Phillies. Why that? Well, they're and the '87 Flyers. I mean, yeah, you can you can lump them all. The only thing that, that even compares to this, and I'm 64. I've I've been around pretty long time. Is the 2010 Flyers, who shouldn't yeah. have even been in the playoffs, right? And then they end up getting to the finals to six mm-hmm. games, and they beat the Bruins. They fall behind three zip. They fall behind three zero in the last game. That's the only thing that compares to this. That that you know. And that came up a little bit short. I don't know if this one's going to come up short. And, and you know the thing too, Kevin, is I think about some of the moves they made at like the trade deadline, getting the center fielder. 
Brandon now, Marsh. Is he a great? Is he a great player? No. But is he real? Does he fit in on this team really well? Absolutely. Getting the backup third baseman, backup infield. What is Sosa is his name? Or, yeah, um, yeah, Amanda Sosa. A, 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 just a little pickup that mm-hmm. you know has made a difference. And the even thing, Mike, I'll even I'll even throw this one out. Syndergaard threw two of the most important innings yeah, of the season right. in Game Four. You're right. He comes in after they take the lead and he settles things down. No, you're right. And and, and even at Bailey Falter, who wasn't, you know, I, I know he was here, he kind of here or whatever. Right. They don't get in the playoffs without Bailey. No, Falter. Bailey Falter was great in September. So August and well, September. And, and you know the great thing about this team, though, Kevin, in my mind, now, you, and you, I think you're going to agree, but they're Philadelphia. I mean, you look at Bryce Harper is a Philadelphian. And I know his first three years here weren't always – I mean, he won an MVP, obviously, but team-wise, it wasn't what he wanted it to be. Schwarber is a totally Philly guy. Marsh is a Philly guy. Um, even Hoskins and Bone – like, I, I, I know Hoskins has, has rode the roller coaster with, you know, the errors and things, but the, the home run, the bat flip. I mean, this is a group – and, that, again, that reminds me of the 93 team because we love that team, even though a lot of them were idiots – you know, as as we found out later, but they were a Philadelphian kind of team, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think this team is going to be remembered. And obviously, if they win the, t- the whole thing, then they go down in infamy. But well, if, if they, they win the, the if they win the whole thing, it's the most improbable Philadelphia sports title ever. Uh, it's more improbable. Yeah, because, yeah, the Eagles were a one seed, and even though they lost their quarterback, yeah, you know, you're right. I, yeah, I, I would not disagree with that. I mean, if they somehow win this and they ran through the Cardinals, Braves, okay, the Padres, and the Astros after winning 87, yeah, that would be improbable. Yeah, but, but again, two of the year, three years before this, that's exactly what yeah, I know. teams from the NL did. I get it. I get it. But, but this, it's just, I think that's why we are so into this team is not just that they're winning, mm-hmm. it's the way they're winning. It's the bravado. It's, you know, that moment with Brad, the, the Reese Hoskins home runs have just been nuts, right? And, and you can see the joy in his face, the the the, the Schwarber 488. Are you kidding me? 488 feet? Really? Um, and then they've screwed up along the way. You know, they, Segura had the error. Hoskins had the error. They're not perfect. No. Um, and I think that's what we love about them. Yeah, is that they're not perfect, and the two closest things to perfection they've had, other than Harper, is their two pitchers that are going to go tomorrow night and Saturday night. They they've been the rocks this last six to eight weeks. So here you go. Here's your best shot. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw our two best pitchers against your two best pitchers in your Let's barn. See what happens? Yep. Um. Do you 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 sound like you would put money on the fills? If, if you, you put, if you said to me, Mike, you have to bet, and I'm getting plus one sixty five with a team I think that has a chance. Yes, I'm taking. I'm not laying two to one on the Astros, and and I would probably, along those lines, bet the Phillies in each of the first two games, because if they win one of them, you're going to win money. I let me put it this way: I, I have enough people in my life who know my predictions record and this is why i don't bet anymore yeah but you had the, you had the last series right yeah i know i'm gonna you're, t- you're not a good predictor kevin but so no. what 
That, 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 so what? I'm, you- I'm going to take the Astros in six. That's fine. Um, You're probably right. But nothing in this series would surprise me. Nothing. But what I'm just speaking to you. Like I, the, oh, no, I know. the odds I, are telling me. And I have, I just, you know, in a, you could almost say in every series. Well, in any series, anything can happen. This feels like a true anything can happen series. And it, that, was the, that was the 93 series. Yeah. Anything could happen. And it did. Kind of. Yeah, it did. I mean, the, we saw things. All I'm saying is if you told me the Phillies and the, the Astros were even money, like if I was going to bet the Phillies at even money, I wouldn't do it. But if you're giving me plus 165, and right. I think that's what it is, I'll take my chance because that's what betters do. They're looking for a value. They're looking for – I'll also know. say the Phillies can't afford to throw Wheeler and Nola starts away. And they got away with it a little bit in game in the NLCS with losing game two. And even in game five, I thought, you know, look, I thought Rob, I'll say this about Rob Thompson. Rob, you mentioned about, I, I want to go to the casino with that guy because he's been hitting everything. Um, he's I, not going to throw Wheeler over 80 some pitches. No, he's time. not. And I think everybody better get used to this. Well, I, I will say this, though. And that's and where why, I'm scared. I know why they're doing it. And I've listened to Ricky Vitalico, and Ricky explains it that you can see a difference. When he gets to like a certain point, oh, the velocity Ricky, drops three, four miles an hour. Absolutely. No, but he he said it's not even the velocity; it's the way his pitches come in. Right. He says he's he's, he's looping the ball from behind. Ricky can explain it. Obviously, right. I can't. But I'm going to believe Ricky. And by the way, John Smoltz is the best. I've heard some people criticizing John Smoltz, like because he didn't give the Phillies enough love. I thought or I thought him and Davis in these two series have been great. And by the You're way, broadcasting a series for two teams, yep. people. This is not the Phillies broadcast channel. And Fransky's been great. Fransky's I was just going to say that. that. Oh, he's had some the, remarkable the, the, calls. The bedlam at the bank call on the Harper home run. Put that in bronze. What Smoltz is is Tony Romo without telling you he's Tony Romo. Like where Tony likes to, yeah. Smoltz must have called four or five or six things in that series when I was watching. He called the home run by Harper. Um, he, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, but again, the Astros are throwing their two best pitchers too. Now, you could even say there's more pressure on the Astros to win those first two games because oh, their history. They to, if they come to Philadelphia 1 1, you know, and all of a sudden Philly wins game three, well, and the crowd's going nuts and, yeah. All of a sudden, you might have an issue if you're the Astros. I think there's enormous pressure tomorrow night on on, on Verlander. I do, um, too. I agree with you. Because he has not performed well in the World Series. No, he has not. He has no. not performed well in this playoffs. He's been Kershaw. Well, no, his second his second outing was good. He pitched very, he pitched well in the second outing, not the first. Not the, the first. The, I mean. He pitched well against the Yankees. Yeah. He gave up but one the, run. But the Yank- but the Yankees were kind of dead man walking. Doesn't matter, point. Kevin. Don't 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 say he only pitched well because the other team stunk. Uh, no 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 no. He pitched well. But the history yeah. of him in the playoffs has, or in the World Series especially, is well, not Kershaw. Been good. Yeah, you know, for all those years we used to talk about Kershaw, mm-hmm. and every time he turned around, the Cardinals in the seventh inning were hitting three home runs off of him, um, and then he finally got it together. Uh, I, I don't know what Verlander. All I know is this. If Nola loses tomorrow night, while it may piss some Philadelphia fans, it's not right, the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Nope. If Verlander loses tomorrow night, all of a sudden the Phillies won't be plus one sixty five anymore. Well, here's the other part. 
if the Phillies lost with Wheeler tomorrow night, you would not necessarily feel that great about them going with Nola. See, to me, there's no. See, I, I, I do. I I'm sorry. You I do. do. There's no difference between the two. They're your two. Be- it's like no. It's he, like, they're both very good, but it's like is, was Kof- was Koufax better than Drysdale? Yes, but was Drysdale the Dodgers' number two Mike, guy? I mean, Mike, I'll say it this way. I think there are pitchers who love that moment. I know Zach Wheeler loves that moment. Well, how do we know Noah doesn't love the moment? Why are we all down on Noah? I'm not down on Noah. I just, I'm not as confident in Aaron Noah as I am in Zach Wheeler, Mike. He had one bad inning. And before that one bad inning, most people would tell you that he was pitching as good as Wheeler. That's all I'm saying. And he and he crapped out in the fifth inning or whatever. It's it was. a personal preference. I would not feel as good with Aaron me, Nolan game Mike, two. If you said to me, Mike, you got your choice. I'm taking Wheeler, but don't make it sound like Nola is like you know the difference between Nola and Suarez. He's not. You know, in September we were ra- there was people telling me that Nola deserved to get more um, Cy Young love than Wheeler. Well, why were they saying that? Well, they were, I'm, they were well, saying that we now were, because he had the five weeks off. Kevin, it's one. Again, I know. We're, we, we're going nuts over one game. And if he pitches like crap tomorrow, fine. Then you can say Noah crapped out, whatever. But I'm, I'm just saying, I, I got, you know, if Wheeler pitched tomorrow and lost, and I would sit here and go, okay, Aaron, go out and pitch me a good game. Because that's what you've been doing for the last six weeks. You know, so again, I, I don't. I think what Rob Tom, what he's doing is exactly what he should be doing. Let me uh, let me move this along. Um, the Eagles, you mentioned, they have the Steelers this week, and the Steelers are not good. By the way, Tony Romo will be in town this week. Uh, good for Tony. I like Tony. I just think he's become a little full of himself. Tony and Jim Nance will be doing the game on CBS. It's Steelers yeah. and Eagles. Um, Did you see what Jim Nance announced this week? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually. Okay. Okay, well, go ahead. Um, well, no, I, I think the thing that gets me is, you know, the Eagles were right at the NFL trade deadline, which is Monday. Um, and and the Eagles going out and making a, a trade for Robert Quinn, who last year had 18 and a half sacks and was one of the best down linemen in the NFL. They're all in. They are pretty much, you know, it's almost strange back in 17. This is a marquee lights blink and move because the Phillies are going on. It's it kind of flies a little bit under the radar, but it's pretty clear that well, look, Howie and company play, are all he in. Played, right, he hasn't been playing that well this year. No, he hasn't. Okay, but and they got him cheap, so it's not really costing him much. And the Bears, his teammate, cried at the podium, and so they didn't want to lose. But look, it, it, it's a great, it's a good pickup. Let's. I'm not going to get carried away with it and say it, it because I think they were good regardless. Right. Um. But. Yeah, they're they're trying, and you know Dallas went out and got somebody this week, and now you're going to see all these teams. I mean, San Francisco went out and got McCaffrey; they're all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tampa and, and Green Bay continue to look like they don't have a clue what's going on. The Eagles, I'm telling you, Kevin, it's it, it the the path to the number one seed. I know Dallas is good, and I, and I I think the Giants are good. I don't think they're they're six I don't think they're six good, and one good, yeah. but I think they're going to be playoff good. Um. And, and, and now you see teams getting injuries, and you know, Howard, the Eagles haven't been hurt too much by injuries yet. San Francisco had like nine defensive starters not play uh, last week in, against Kansas City. 
I think the Eagles should be the number one seed in the NFC. I mean, I, I get it. They, they could maybe not be. But, again, I look at their schedule and I say, show me four losses. And even if you show me four losses, that's 13 and four. Mm-hmm. Show me another team that's going to be 14 and three or, or 13 and four and have a tiebreaker over them. I just don't see it. Well, and the other part of this, too, for the Eagles is it that trade kind of signaled to me that they know they have some areas they have to fill. And they're being constantly linked on the running back market. You know, we're hearing Kareem Hunt's name. We're hearing a couple other people. David Montgomery's name has come up. Uh, you know why they're not going to? Why? And I and they, they were talking about this the other day. It must have been because they feel that Jalen Hurts is a runner. I mean, in addition to what he does, you know, throwing the ball, and he's a threat. And I don't think they feel the need. Now, now if somebody pops up that they can get for nothing, I think they would do it. Well, but Alvin Kamara's name has also come up yeah. here. and I just don't think they feel the need to necessarily do it, I guess is what I'm saying. And think about this, Kevin. In, mm-hmm. the, next, in the next month, part of their schedule is Green Bay here yep. and at Indy. Yeah. Well, what do those two teams look like right now? I'm not saying they can't lose either of those games. I don't mean that. Anybody in the NFL, if the Packers can lose to Carolina or Tampa can lose to Carolina and the Packers can lose to whatever doofus team they lost to, anything can happen. I'm just telling you, is the you know, the Eagles get, I mean, how many really games do they have? They have Dallas on Christmas Eve, two with the Giants. Uh, I would still say the Packers is a dangerous game. Yes, but not the Packers that we're seeing on no. the field right now. No, but there's so, a, there's still four weeks before that. And so. it's here, and it's here, so you don't have to go to Lambeau. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Colts don't look. I mean, look, I like the Colts before the year. Yeah, I don't. Frank I don't Reich get. Is, I don't get what's going on there. Frank Reich's going to lose his job. He's you know he did this guy two years ago was the genius of the NFL. Yeah, and and the Colts. I mean, you talk about sorry franchise. I mean, they have they have Manning. They went and, and they get they get locked because they they junked the one year. Luck looks like he's going to be a Hall of Famer and then, you know, retires early because of the concussions or whatever. Um, and they haven't had a quarterback since. They haven't been – although last year, you know, they, they won seven games in a row. They were yeah. – until, until they lost those last two. And and and, and who, look – Who the, else did the Eagles have, Kevin? All right, here we go. It's Steelers at home. Right. Short week coming up, then the Texans. Then they have a Monday night game against the Commanders. Yeah. And how about that? That the Eagles will be in Tech in Houston. At the same time the as the Phillies. Well, we don't know. Maybe, maybe the perhaps. Clinch, maybe the Phillies will clinch in five. Yeah, or <laughs> or or maybe the series will be over in five another way. Uh, well, Commanders I on. A, I don't think. But yeah, right. okay, you're right. Commanders yeah. on a Monday night. They can't lose that, can they? No, not. I don't see it. Although I, I'll make the argument that it's more likely to lose with. Uh, oh, tra- I think the, Taylor I think Heineke the, as opposed the, uh, to Commanders are better with with Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happened to Car. I mean, obviously he's injured now. I okay, and he can't. But he's, man, he. I, I just thought he was emotionally uh, weak, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Emotionally hey, ben, weak is ben the term. Simmons is emotionally weak? Huh? You think Ben Simmons is emotionally weak? <laughs> I want to get. We in. had both those guys. I want to. I want to get into them in a second That's here. Fine. Okay. He's got more fouls than than. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, but I got. Who do talk. we have after the Commanders? Uh, at the Colts. I mean, that's a dangerous game. Yeah. Uh, but again, pa- right? You know. Packers at home. Yeah. Uh, Titans at home. That could be a good game. Yeah. At the Giants. 
That could be a good game. At the Bears. I don't think that's going to be a good game. No, at the Cowboys. So three in a row on the road in December. Right. Yeah. Um, Saints at home. I don't think that's going to be a good game. Giants at home. That's the last one. That could be. I mean, look, if the, the Giants could be playing for something. But you're um, right. I don't see four losses out of that. But let's. Well, all I'm saying, Kevin, give them four losses. Just give them four losses. You know, because there's upsets. They're still thirteen and four. Yeah. And th- I think thirteen and four probably gets you to number one seed. Well, Dallas has what two losses now? Yeah. Um, it would depend. The only way four losses may not is if. Let's You'd say, have to lose a tiebreaker. You would have to lose a tiebreaker to the Giants. And they've already right, so they have to lose to the Giants twice, twice in all likelihood, or they've already beaten the Cowboys, so they, they can finish tied with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys could win a tiebreaker that way, right? Um, but I just think it's going to be hard for them, and I don't even have a Dallas schedule in front of me, and I don't have a Giants schedule in front of me. But again, I can see the Giants winning ten or eleven games, maybe. You know why not? Um, they're, they're already at six. Yeah. I'm looking at um, our Giants are uh, the 30th, which is uh, Sunday. They get the Seahawks on the road. That's a tough game. It is. Uh, hold on for a second here. I just lost the schedule. Like, their schedule is a, a lot tougher. Uh, yeah. They get the Texans. They have their bye. Then they get the Texans, the Lions. Then they go to Dallas. They've already lost once to Dallas. Right. Commanders at home, Eagles at home, at Commanders. At Vikings, yeah, Colts, and then at Eagles. Just remember, though, there, there are upsets, but yeah. what you just read to me is the, the Giants probably going to win ten or eleven games. Uh, and I mean, lose unless they lose to the Commanders, you know, which I guess they could because it's a division game. Um, and maybe they lose to the Lions. I, I, I in this league, Kevin, who the yeah. hell knows? My- All I know is this. The Eagles don't look like a kind of team right. that's going to – they might lose one of those games. You know, maybe they'll come out flat one week against somebody that they shouldn't lose to, and they lose. And maybe it's this week. I don't think it's going to be this week. But most teams lose a game like that right. every year. As long as they don't lose two like that or whatever right. and, and make Dallas beat them on you – know, I mean, maybe maybe they get to Dallas and that game is – maybe they have a two-game lead over Dallas. Well, let me, and I was going to give you Dallas here real quick. Chicago this week, then they get their bye – they have Chicago at home. Then at Lambeau against the Packers. That's tougher. At the Vikings. That's tough. Giants at home, Colts at home, Texans at home, at Jacksonville. Yeah. Eagles at home, at Tennessee, and then at Washington. So they have the final two on the road. I mean, I could see the Dow- I could see Dallas, the Giants, and the Eagles all winning ten games. Oh, but I, mean, I think they're all the going to win seven, 10 games. The, the question is, do they get a little 11 or 12? Well, I think the Eagles, Kevin, the Eagles are not going are going to be favored in every, every game, game except maybe the Dallas game and maybe the at Giants game. Because, I mean, you know, if the Giants are, you know, really good. Yeah, and I, Giants, I don't know if Vegas right now really believes in the Giants either. I don't either. But if you get to the Giants game and the Giants have only lost two or three times, uh-huh. at some point they're going to have to adjust their thinking. I don't think the Eagles are going to be an underdog in any game this year, except perhaps Christmas Eve. Yep. All right, so that's yeah. the so you like them this week, I believe, right? I like them every week. I okay. mean, it, it, I mean, point spread wise, I don't know. It's it's a lot of points. Yeah, ten is a lot. They, 
Steelers are playing, you know, their rookie quarterback. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, the, the Eagles are probably due to have a clunker at some point, but they're coming off a bye. What, what did Sirianni do off the bye last year? I'm trying to remember. Did they have their bye early last year? Or um, That I don't remember. I don't, well, it doesn't matter. Right. I, I'm just saying, I think the Eagles are probably going to play, you know, and, and you know, hey, let's think about it this way, too. That crowd might be nuts at the at the link on Sunday. Oh, it might. You know, I mean, because that's going to be a South Philly thing, right? Yeah. I mean, and so how's that going to affect it? Yeah. I, you know, um, but I, I would be surprised, you know, if they're not like nine and oh, right? Or what game I get, I get? I mean, they could be unbeaten going to Tennessee. They could. When Tennessee you know, comes I, here, so it. Yeah, I mean, and look, they'll probably lose a game somewhere in there, you know. But again, they're 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 a legitimately good football team, mm-hmm. and in in a year when the NFC stinks, yeah, for the most part, mm-hmm. the only two teams I see being better than them right now are the Bills and the Chiefs, and they don't have to play the Bills or the Chiefs until a Super Bowl, and they're only going to have to play one of them if they get that far. So now, could could the playoffs be interesting? Like, you know, could could Dallas come here in the playoffs and beat them? Sure, why San not? Fran, San Fran, San Fran, maybe um. And again, maybe we're undervaluing the Giants. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Giants, but you got to be impressed with what that coach has done. Yeah. You know. Um. Before we go, and I'm not, we're not going to give. I, I see a Giants Jets Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Okay. You're the one. Hey, Dan Jenkins wrote about it 50 years ago. I know. Um. I want to kind of pick your brain here on the Sixers real quick, and I know we're five games in. That's going to be my answer. Okay. You, did you fire Brett Brown yet? I saw Brett the other night. How's he doing? He's doing Well, good. he won the game, so he must be doing pretty good. He was pretty happy. Yeah. You know, other than him having to go through all those losses and stuff, he's had a pretty good little charm career, hasn't he? Well, you sitting next to Pop on that bench every year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with that? You know. Um, I will say, okay, and I'm not firing people yet. Okay, so before Mike starts down this road and says I'm firing Doc. Well, you did already two games into a season. Um, There's something wrong there. There is something. You know what's wrong? The process is wrong. This whole notion that this team was going to win a championship because they were going to draft in the top five, like five straight years. That's what's wrong. Mike. I, I'm going with the floor product now. I don't want to re-legislate no, no. the process. But I'm saying what what happened has, has led to this. So you draft Fultz instead of taking the guy in Boston, right, who you could have had, in theory, I guess, if you had the number one pick, you could have drafted him. Okay. The only year – what is the NBA, Kevin, right now? Every night I watch SportsCenter. Three-pointers. perimeter players. Yep. Everybody plays on the perimeter. You watch Memphis, well, and I want Golden to, State. And I want to bring this up, okay? Because I agree with you, and this gets to my point. They stand around and move so infrequently without the ball, it's like watching a CYO team. But they're trying to play a style that no – but first of all, they're trying to play Houston Rockets style with Harden, which they have it's to do. It's awful. But they have to do it because they have Harden. I get they it. Have fun. They have a guy in Bede who's a look. He's one of the best five players in the league, probably. Right? I'm not. He's finished 
runner-up in the MVP last two years, and he and he looks like he's out of shape, but whatever. The You can't win ultimately because he doesn't want to play in the low post, but he can't play on the perimeter because he's not good enough. You watch Giannis play yep, and then watch him play. I, I, all these people that want to tell me that Embiid is so much better than Jokic. Have you watched Jokic play, people? Because you're a slow white guy from Europe, you're going to tell, oh, he can't be as good as Embiid. Watch him play. Watch his team play around him. And I'm not knocking Embiid for the fact that, you know, I'm not blaming him. This team has not gotten past the second round no, for a reason. No, the and, and, and the one thing they always do is they find a way to make an excuse. And the latest one from Doc Rivers is we're a fairly new team. Bullshit. But but that's it. Does it doesn't matter? It is five games. You know, you know Ben Simmons has looked like trash in Jersey. And then again, I got to say, okay, he hasn't played in a year and a half. I whatever. But the Sixers are slow. But, Yo, absolutely. Slow, Slow, methodical, uh, plotting, and they don't shoot well. That's not going to change. No. They don't, and they have old guys. They're old. P.J. Tucker's 38 years old. Well, and this is is why I'm I'm getting to. Four of the five starters on the floor played 40 games last year together, plus playoffs, okay? So this idea that they're this brand new team and oh my god we're gonna have to we have all these moving well, parts no but this, nonsense but that's complete is, yeah, BS. But, but, but again, Harden played twenty games last year and was out of shape, and he wasn't Harden. So I, I get what they're trying to tell you, but what I'm saying is when they play teams like the Celtics and Milwaukee, and I could name other teams, they they're bad matchups for them. Because they can't go. The one game that they they lost to Toronto. Toronto's the same way. Miami's the same way. San Antonio all, was the same way the other night. Atlanta's going to be the same way. All these teams that they're going to have to deal with at some point. Look, the Sixers are going to have stretches where they're going to have a great two or three weeks. And they're going to win, you know, seven of eight or something. That's just the way it is. But when push comes to shove, they're going to be the fourth or fifth best team in the East. And they're going to be out. In, in, in either the second round, maybe they won't even make it to the second round. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. because they're just not constructed to play the no. way the NBA is played now. Nope. You're the one right. game they had, I'm, I'm trying to think which game it was. It was at this, it was one of their first couple games. They had two fast break points. The other team had like 20 some or two. Kevin, they had two fast break points. That's impossible. Yeah. But they do. And look, Harden's actually played, you know, he's, he's looked good. He's looked better than he did last year. Uh, Maxi is Maxi. Uh, you know, he's he's going, you hope he keeps getting better. Joel Embiid had 40. Then he had 31. But you, you just look at it and it just, it doesn't, for whatever reason, it just doesn't look like it works. And I just don't know if it's ever going to. And, you know, you know the, the logical question then is, what happens next? And I can't tell you. Well, there there was no post process plan. No, I mean we're past the process. The process has been over for for. But again, wow, you 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 have a short window here where Harden and Embiid and look, Embiid might still be one of the best five players in the league four or five years from now. I don't know that he's twenty nine or whatever he is. But I look at a thirty year old Giannis and I look at Embiid. Harden's only got. Maybe a couple more years where he's hardened. Yep. Now Maxie's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Is Tobias Harris going to get any better? Probably not. Is Tucker going to get any better? 
Probably not. Who who on their bench excites you? Nobody. Okay. So if we're you know, being completely honest, nobody. But there's going to be nights where you know Joe will go out and score thirty eight, Hard will score thirty, and they'll beat people. Mm-hmm. You know they're not going to lose. They're not. They're, let's put it this way: they're not going to be a thirty and fifty team like the Lakers might be. But Oof. you know, if, if if they might even win fifty, who the hell knows? But what does that get you? But their shot of getting deep into the playoffs is almost nil. Well, I, I just don't see barring injuries. Mm-hmm. Barring injuries, which is always a thing. I don't see them being as good as Milwaukee. Nope. I don't see them being as good as the Celtics. Now, the other teams, I'm not sure. I don't know if they're better than Toronto. I don't know if they're better than Miami, like in a seven-game series in, in May. Uh, Atlanta, uh, who am I leaving out? Uh, there must be another. Cleveland's getting better. Um, you know, hey, did you see Jalen Brunson the other night? Yeah, Ooh. he looked pretty good. The only problem Jalen has, I love Jalen. He's he, he's not worth what – well, he is worth what he's getting because that's what people get nowadays. But he can't be the number one guy. No, he can't. And that's the only – and God bless him. He's a tremendous player. And I he fits well with Thibodeau's style too because he'll play oh. some defense and yeah. Hey, look, he had – I mean, I'm watching him the other night and I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, my God, uh, th- this kid, you know, he was he was a national player of the year easily. And he, he's – I mean, I wish he would have stayed in Dallas – because I would have just liked to see what he could have done playing with Luca, but you know what? It worked out well. No, he got, hey, look, he got a hundred million. Out, yeah, it, it worked out for his paycheck pretty well. He'll, he'll be on the All Star team probably, maybe. I mean, what? I, you know, um, what, good let, for him. Let me wrap this up. A couple uh, flyers. Nah, that's yeah. Okay. We talked about the the, about the the four and one flyers or whatever the hell they are. No, four and two. I was just gonna say, are they losing tonight? No, I think they already have two losses. Uh, yeah, are they losing? But did tonight? you see the big news? The big news is two of their guys are hurt, Atkinson and, and Couturier or whatever, and they don't know when they're going to be back. By the way, I they, mean, if I if I seen this story thirty five times in the last two years. By the way, they're up four two in the second at the end. There of the you two. go. So see, you you were trashing, but I mean, is every flyer get hurt like all the time? I mean, look, Torch was a great hire because he's going to make them rel- He's going to make them better. Mason play I, a I, style, Mike. They play they play exactly. defense in front of the net. It's exactly. incredible. I said. And I know, look, hockey's not my forte. You know, everybody knows that. I mean, I, but I really thought when people were talking about flyers over under and all this, I thought they're going to make a run at the playoffs this year because that's what happens in hockey. Calm I'm not down. saying they're going to the Stanley Cup. Calm down. No, Kevin. I know. In hockey, you can make a run for the eighth seed. I get that's it. All I'm saying, I'm not saying. But last year they were the third worst team in the league. So if if you if you even get into the playoff conversation. That's a pretty good step. Do I think they're going to be any good? No. I don't think they're going to be any good, but hey, whatever. Torch is going to make a difference. I do like now, the f- I do like the fact that Tortorella the other night tells Kevin Hayes and Travis Konechny, you, yeah. you guys have played like crap. Sit yeah. your butts down on the bench the entire third period. But, I like but that. But you know, you know, because you're down there sometimes, it will have a shelf life. Oh, very all short. Those, all those coaches, mm-hmm. the Mike Keenans, the, the Vinos, they, they're, they're successful, and they're successful for a reason because they come in, like you said, and they told the guy, hey, if you don't do it the way I want, yeah, go over there. Have a seat. But at some point, it, it will have a shelf life. It, and that's the amazing thing to me about Thompson. He just looks like a guy who's been sitting watching baseball for 50 years and has kind of like been a sponge and got all this whatever, mm-hmm. and he, he never looks like he's he's – He's he's irked. He never looks like you know. He just does his thing. 
Um, he's turned you know, his, he's Lou Brown from Major League. Uh, well, he's Lou not, Brown never got flustered. Lou Brown got a roster. He's and not just, Lou Pinella. He's not uh, no. Billy Martin. Uh, he's just yeah. He reminds me a little bit of Bob Lemon. You know, oh, Bob man. Lemon came in and just was kind of there, and the Yankees won the World. And I say so. I say to Lou Brown reference as affection. He knows not to be no. the guy and not and to step the, in the way. Who was, who was the other guy that came in midseason and won a World Series with the with the, uh, with the Marlins? Jack McKeon. Jack McKeon, same type of guy, right? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know, but I'm telling you what, whatever the Phillies, like I said, if they do wind up winning this whole thing, yeah, it it's might an be even, it might be a better story than the Eagles, and right. and I know the Eagles have never won the Super Bowl, and I know Nick Foles outplayed, yeah, um, Tom Brady, but my God, what okay, this right over there next time we yep. talk. Um, Noel will have pitched a five hitter, uh, five, one run in seven innings. How about, would you take that? <laughs> sure. Do I... uh, it's going to be really interesting. These next, the, the first two games are going to be just, I would, full of, full I, I, I want to say this to everybody. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy oh, absolutely. the ride. Um, okay, real quick question before we go. Do you think that Harper will continue what he's been doing? Uh, I think it'll slow down somewhat. I don't think he'll see the same caliber of pitches he's seen to this point. Okay, because he's been—I mean, he's—he's. He's Let me put it this way: if the Phillies are going to win this series, they need Nick Castellanos to go crazy. In a well, I games. think so. See, I think that. Well, that ain't going to happen. I, I think that ship has sailed. He had the one game where he had the three hits against, I guess, the Cardinals or the, or the Braves. I don't know which one. Nick Castellanos is not going to break out of this in the next three days against this pitching. So it's going to be Schwarber. They got the. It's going to be Schwarber being hot, Harper being hot, and then getting enough from like Hoskins, from you know some of the other guys. That's what I think. I think it's going to be the same formula it's kind of been, and you know so far it's been good enough. Right. So. All right, Mike. I'll see you in the parade. I'll, I'll talk to you next week. Okay, I am not. Man. I am not a parade person at my age. So. Not at my age either, but I, it would be. I would love to see the other million people be at the parade. Exactly. Thank you, Michael. You got it, babe. Take care. All right. Thanks to you for joining us. Enjoy the World Series, everybody. We will talk to you next week. This has been working. The.